0: Break it down,
1: Dada. Break it down, oh, break it down. Break it down, oh, break it down. Break it down, oh. Okay, everybody, welcome back to the podcast. You are now riding down the road with Emery in our rental van going across Texas, just past Waco on our way to Dallas from our show last night in Mission, Texas. We had played a big festival with the Deftones and Beartooth and a bunch of other bands. And so to start, uh, I would want to know to you guys, how much did you enjoy Our time yesterday well Matt did you enjoy it was it fun yes it
2: was fun all the entire time until the actual show and then the show our show got cut very short we were planning on playing about 30 minutes at least and usually you can maybe even go over a hair but um our set got cut down to four songs (laughs) and then other oh three no we played four we played four songs they, said, they said, three said three and we squeezed it We were balls to the wall hardcore with four. No way. Because we've never not played walls. There's yeah. never been one time in Emery's entire career that we haven't
1: played walls. Dave, and did you have fun just being promise. at the festival, I had watching a, the Deftones, hanging out in the field, eating some barbecue chicken? Yeah. What I'm looking for is we I, had some fun. I had yeah, a lot yeah, of fun. We did have but, fun.
3: Well, sure. well, I don't understand Toby saying until we played because you always talk about your dream is to tour and not play a show.
2: I know. That's what. No, what I'm. So you would it,
3: think I think that would be a Excellent bonus. Point, no, David. because it was a Excellent living nightmare point. because
2: they didn't. We get there and yeah. we have a back line, supposedly. When I, I'm on stage, all the guitar. We need two guitar heads and cabinets and a bass amp. Yeah. And none of that was there. there was one combo <laughs> amp that's on true. stage with no distortion pedal. A, so it I it immediately was, was like, "This is shitty." And I want to at least sound good. If I if I left my family, 39 year old man leaves South Carolina. <laughs> Drives from Dallas, flies to Dallas, drives from Dallas all the way to Mission, Texas, eight hours plus, and then uh, the whole reason I'm there is to play this show, and then we don't even have an amp. What am I supposed no to do? No backline.
1: yeah. Well, so I'm hoping that everybody could So eat agree. shit, Dave.
2: you going to question me, I'll come at you. you going <laughs> to come at me, I'll come at you, bastard.
1: <laughs> well, I'm hoping everybody could say they did have a good time because the next thing to point out then is – I hope you had a good time because the show we played—it seems as if, as of right now, was for charity and for your own enjoyment because there was there is no money to be paid. We were not paid for the show. So,
2: Matt, for the listeners at home, explain how that could possibly be. We're at world famous rock band Emery, who has worked very hard to perform and at uh, the the highest levels and get paid decently well we've, right. we've done pretty good for us how well, can we not get paid well to
1: talk about it at all it's uh, I, I find that the only way to do this would be to actually talk about real numbers and actually be completely legitimate and transparent here Hell yeah. which I had to admit I get quite a kick out of doing anyway because in general um, people are always really guarded about their numbers their salaries and stuff like that and I always just get a kick out of you know nobody's stopping me from saying what we, what we get paid what I'm worth what this stuff right. is so uh, conventional wisdom says don't tell anybody what you're worth or your money and all that right. stuff but I, I like throwing that out there so um, we'll talk about all our specific numbers and break down actually how this works for a band on the road flying in doing festivals and, and all that stuff so Emory was a, was contracted to play this festival uh, for $5,000 Five thousand dollars, <laughs> um, which is a little bit low. It's, it's lower than the threshold we ever take for a flyout gig because of what the expenses wind up being. Right. On the other hand, I'm sure five thousand dollars sounds like a shitload of money to a lot of people. Like I know a lot of bands would think that's a tremendous amount of money. So we we have this festival and then two days off and then another festival in Dallas in a couple of days that pays five thousand and something dollars. So the trip down to missions costs us. Uh, all of our expenses plus three days before we have to be anywhere. So three days of travel, hotels, all that kind of stuff. So
2: flights, to do this rental festival. cars. Right.
1: So we'll go down. So we'll, we'll do the expenses okay. on this. But we'll, we'll get back to it. But this is, uh, you know, end of the day, what happened is the, the festival was poorly organized, poorly run, backline problems. Beartooth had to play on a, a weird stage and only played three songs. They uh, got the. They got it. The, they got it the, re- the, worst. the really the worst, and we were we got to play four songs, uh, with no real backline. We just had to scrounge and borrow stuff and use some some pieced together things during our ten minute <laughs> set change. So, other than that, great time. Good. So this is what happened. There wasn't enough people there, and it appears that there's not enough money to go around. So we had to make some other speculations on what the Deftones are getting paid, etc. But. I knew stuff was getting fishy when I went to go get our check after the show and the, the girl was in there there was a couple other people waiting to get paid and she said well they have to settle merch first which is a bad sign because that means that they're trying to just to settle the merch they they're needing that cash or something even though they're gonna raise a check so why would it matter that they're gonna settle the merch first or whatever so that's a bad sign i said okay well i'll be back at this time to get the check in 30 minutes okay came back they said no come back in a little bit we're trying to get all the checks you know starting to get fishy more and more tour managers lining up we didn't even bring a tour manager we just have the five of us on tour with us right. at the moment and so we go back in there and they uh everybody's waiting and the girl that was going to go get the checks comes back and said she heard something about they wanted to wire the money and at that point i knew i said all right this is a big trouble here because you know yeah. that's just not how it works you don't leave you don't leave without the money itself and so eventually the promoter people came in there and they told us that they ran out of checks they said they would uh, and i said what do you mean like the che- you know you just didn't have enough checks in your checkbook before you left the house and they're like yeah just we, didn't, we don't have enough checks. Don't worry. We're going to wire the money. So then everybody starts to get agitated. It starts to get to be a pretty tense scene because you have all these tour managers, you know, quite tense. And so everybody starts to figure out. you're
2: our tour manager. <laughs> I ain't we no tour manager tour. either.
1: <laughs> but uh, it start, I start to figure that that, you know, there's obviously trouble with the money and stuff. So all the tour managers are piled up in the room and um they say there's some hang-ups in the getting paid and the tickets clearing from the box office and the online so they're going to wire us the money next week and that means that that you know they they, they don't have the money so we pinned them down forced them to talk about it tried to get them to talk about it it wound up being out of all the people there me and the devil wears prada tour manager became the, the the vocal ones or the people using logic and trying to speak and you know, go, go in and try to find out and sort through it. But they were pretty much non-responsive. But they wound up telling us they sold about 1,500 tickets pre-sale and there was some walk-ups. So I, what do you think? There's a couple thousand people there, tops. Tops. Maybe they had a few hundred walk-up, And so... You know, I, I pulled out a calculator and said, What do these people pay? Fifty five dollars times fifteen hundred people. That's eighty two thousand bucks. So what, got were tickets
3: fifty five dollars?
1: Fifty five. They had some special ones that were a hundred. The stuff cheapest there. ones were yeah, fifty five. Yeah. So they so it was about eighty two thousand dollars min at least that they brought in. But they had all those stages, all that sound equipment, all the right. lights, all the catering. And then, you know, you, you start going in reverse order, like what do you think the Deftones got paid and then Devil Wears Prada and and so forth. So I don't really know, but I can only speculate. I believe that the Deftones probably got paid somewhere between fifty and hundred and something thousand dollars. That's a guess. I have no idea. I could be way wrong about that. And but, they deserve every penny. Well, they probably do, but there's no—I mean, there's no chance that their money wasn't north of fifty thousand. Right, right. And right. I, I would su- I would guess, it probably was around eighty or a hundred thousand to get the Deftones yeah. to come out and do a festival, a band that size, and with what they're doing now, new right. record, and on the radio and stuff like that. So at that point, you can just—you know—everybody knows there's not enough money, so everybody starts calling the booking agents, and everybody has the booking agents and the managers, and it, it's a funny situation because all you can do is act like you're are a mean, tough person. That would beat somebody up if you don't give me money right now, <laughs> like, which is—I mean—it's like not something, arm them or right? Something like
2: that. Yeah. I mean, so funny, and which doesn't really work. The worst—it like comes it, down to just like you have to go back to some kind of mafia brute force. Right. Like I'm gonna—I'm gonna rough you up. Well, that's a, that's money.
1: what tour managers say. They say all right. the—they—I mean, I'm not that way, and I don't do that. I just w- went at them a bunch of logical ways and tried to get information right. out of them, which it all points to the fact they don't have any money. But um, the other tour managers are—you know—they—they they just. It, they just turn into like well I will get my I mean every, every one of them stated super strongly they were getting paid and I was like no y'all aren't <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> definitely not gonna get paid and so we, we went there and so I hope you guys enjoyed the Deftones set I heard some of the songs but I was really bummed on that's it that's the because, worst part well right. yeah Deftones it, has been like my favorite band one of my favorite bands forever so I've been kind of looking forward to getting to do this yeah, and see them and all the them you and,
2: did didn't do anything I mean you had anyway. a little bit of information but I mean you would have gotten yep. that anyway
1: yeah. I mean Yeah, it wouldn't have mattered anyway. So I got to hear overhear some of the songs and during the Deftone set and so there there you go. So we didn't get paid and as of now I don't believe at all that we will. They say they're gonna wire some money next week, but pretty simply you can tell the money's not there. So unless these people come out of pocket trust fund, who knows? But I mean, there's no no reason that I to believe that they will. Now our agent manager said, Well, don't worry about it. We'll sort it out, we'll get the money. Which is really what makes this whole thing tough is we didn't get a deposit for this festival, which I right. thought we did and we were supposed to. And they said that they didn't. They trusted the people or whatever. So we flew down here, all spent all these expenses on our own money so far and are gone another two days before we even have another show. Right. And... It, you know, it looks like we're spending many, many thousands. I've got the the total here. We'll talk about how much money we've oh, spent. God, I don't even want to hear it. So, not only did we not make like the whole thing is there's a swing here where we thought we were going to earn five thousand dollars, and now not only do we not earn the money that we were counting on and blocked out our week to go travel, but we also lost. money we've spent assuming we don't get paid and i'll be glad to update everybody if we wind up getting paid in the future i'd be happy to be wrong about this but it seems as if not so i've got us down right now with about two thousand dollars of flights uh 350 of hotels for the three days three or four days here Uh, rental car was about 300 bucks our fuel for the car is about 100 bucks our food we spent about 300 so far on food and beer uh, 150 on some gear, supplies, tuner, batteries, stuff like that. 150 in baggage fee. Now, the luckiest bastard of all is Andy, our 4 hired day-rate bass player, Day who's going to make $750 this week. He's guaranteed either way. And so that, that equals— That just makes me sick to know that part. Yeah, that's the tough part about they're it. they're
0: charging you for years.
1: So we're up to $4,000 of
0: expenses. We only played four of songs expenses. you know how I mean? Wrong yeah.
2: bass notes I heard I know Do I not well, get I to At least playing, deduct I had to
0: play Through a DI box Do I, man, do I, I not get, get to Deduct
2: amp. for wrong Bass notes <laughs> That's if got you, a point you're, a, you're training To be a What a engine, uh, an, electric, an engine An electrician I'm actually
0: Training to be an engine You're going to be yeah. an, electric, <laughs> He's an engine gonna
2: an, No An engine If you an couldn't engine. Chop a board in half Don't they deduct Something And there's
1: some Kind of penalty
0: I'm not sorry, Matt. to interrupt. I'm just no. Mad. That's all
1: right. Well, you should be mad because we're not getting our five thousand dollars, and so far we've spent about four thousand dollars out of our uh, out of Emory's bank account, which we keep. Shit. We we keep several thousand dollars in our bank account. To, to get to tours and stuff like this, and so we've spent four thousand dollars, and we're not getting that five thousand dollars. It makes me mad the, is the, I saw Josh.
2: He sold a shitload of weed. Yeah. At the festival, and he's probably doing great. Josh, no, how much weed fine, did you sell? Yeah. Josh is fine. Well, to the Prada, I'm sorry, I don't want to name any band
1: names, uh, $65 so far.
3: <laughs> it's pretty good, though.
1: It's great, man. Hey, so I, I, the only thing I can say at the end of the night is I looked at the guy in front of all the other people and said, listen, you got to understand, and this is what I really feel about it. It's like, I, I'm not going to be a violent. I'm not going to be mean. I'm leaving. I'm, I am I was the first person to leave. I don't know how long they stayed and argued, and I don't know if the Deftones got paid either. We uh, left before they even finished at that point. But I looked at the guy and said, well, this is, this is why this is so shitty. We have our five guys down here. We're here for several days. It's expensive to get down here. We've paid money to be here, and this is what we've all chosen to do with our hours and hours and days and days this week. We're not... And this is where I think it's interesting to talk about is we're not a uh, new band trying to make it, lucky to pay the festival that got stiffed $400, and we're not the big band that was supposed to get hundred grand and may come up short somehow, but we have a bunch of lawyers and whatever. you know. You know. So... We've got these five guys and we have eight kids between us and we're Toby turns forty next week. Like that right. that's who we are. Seriously. And, and we're down terrible. here if I make it that's what makes it so <laughs> absurd. And so my question is, who do you think let's just say let's assume no bands get paid, although I'm sure the Deftones will get paid some yeah. some of their money, if not all. Um, and they totally should before we get paid. I do believe that. I guess that's what that's what I want to talk about. Who should get paid if there's some money? So, i mean what about the because I mean, the other right. bands were there and they're saying right. look man we don't have enough money to get to the next show so like these 22 year old right. young bands and we're supposed to get 300 bucks man and we one band drove all the way down and didn't even get to play they drove 20 hours Good but they gosh. were probably supposed to get 400 bucks but they didn't get to play or they're getting to get paid because the festival ran so poorly right so who who gets it the worst what if the deftones are shorted 30 grand is that worse or the band that doesn't get 300 or should we right. get paid i mean who how, uh, how do you think that money should go around
2: yeah i don't know what one thing i was thinking is like looking at uh Prada product set and then obviously um deftones i don't know how much of their own like production and sound guys and people they they are going to have to pay and bring yeah they had tons of baggage I mean, yeah, I mean, and, and, and of, buses yeah, and oh, crew yeah, and all yeah, that yeah, we all didn't have stuff. that so i literally do wonder like i mean when they take a hit it, it like us, if we don't get paid our money, it really sucks and it's devastating. And I'm almost forty years old, away from my family for a week for literally no reason. I'm, I'm glad that some of our fans got to see us. I, I'm happy that, but they only got to see four, four songs. songs yeah. So I, I, in a sense, I wish we wouldn't have done anything that they wouldn't have paid it, money. It to might go to not that. have been
1: our best performance either. Right,
2: yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. What and. Uh, I just think, well, for us, okay, we're in this situation. But then when I think about something like like Devil Wears Prada or Deftones, if they get a ton of money cut, like – That's kind of worse. I mean, yeah, it's way worse. I mean, the the amount of money that they lose percentage-wise compared to us is way more. But
1: what – but they – oh, they're rich. They have all this stuff. They get. I mean, they might
2: be rich, but that doesn't mean they shouldn't get their money. What
1: about the little tour manager beside me who was just freaking out? He's going to get his $400. Do you feel bad for them?
2: Not really, because that's the part of the game when you're a smaller band. It just, yeah, I mean, you do get kind of shit on. So, sometimes would you put stuff.
1: all the money towards Deftones before it filtered down anywhere else? To be, I think it may, may have brought the most
2: people. Right, I mean, the most people are standing
1: there and everything. Of course, uh, but there's a
2: lot of bands
1: that sold
2: tickets and stuff. I don't know if they even got paid or not. I was talking to a few lo- more local bands that sold tickets to get people to come and this and that. But I, it's just, it, it's really, to me, the thing is the. Right way would be split the money all, between everybody, but not everybody brought people or as many people or yeah. deserved it or whatever. So I don't know. Probably from the top down, Death Tone should get more. that yeah. Worst probably should get more. I hope we get a shitload of money, but I don't know if we will. Yeah, <laughs> it's sad. It's really sad. Yeah, it is really get, sad. If we could end up getting more money, that would be great. <laughs> I hope that, like the way I feel about it, it's like it's it's probably one of the worst things that's happened. Honestly, in America, I hope one day that there's a movie made of it and Steve Carell plays me because it feels like a recession or it feels like, you know, something bad in the housing markets. This is worse.
1: Yeah, this is the Big Short Part Two. Yeah, like, so Season One yeah, of yeah. the Big Short was right. the Wall Street thing, and yeah, then now, there was now it's just this. The, festival. the Emory yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Emory when they got shorted back in 2016. Well, we've been shorted before, but I mean, uh, if we get none of this money, which Common logic tells you you're not going to get. It just doesn't seem like we're going to get any. And I will be super happy to report if we do, and I certainly will. does that yeah, we, right now We've been shorted before But never right. Yeah Never <laughs> never before Have we lost that much money We've been take, We've taken reductions And yeah. you know You've had We've had tour managers Where you have to march The poor promoter To the ATM And withdraw yeah. Or go bo- get a check From his parents I mean we've seen Everything like right. that happen Totally But it's usually not For that much I mean it's never been For this much money right
2: Yeah Yeah no, definitely not. Also, any other time has usually been on tour. So if you spread out, the yeah, loss, that's true. Over the amount of days you're gone, yeah, that's a good point. This is one lump something we spent just to get down here. So
1: yeah, this is especially the only reason we're in South Texas at all was for this specific um, yeah. money which is part of our I mean we only have a certain amount of days we can be gone and travel and tour so very much also this cost us opportunity costs of other shows that we could have played for better crowds that we, that we of people that wanted to see us where we could have gotten paid appropriately and done so we chose this over some opportun- other opportunity you know very, very strictly which makes it I, I guess worse I don't know if there's any yeah, way to feel played, good about uh, it we
2: could have played a house show in Dallas
1: I just don't understand I mean like how would you feel
2: the worst person in the world has to feel is Andy. What does he feel like when he takes his friend's money? Like, we hand him cash knowing that it's coming out of my kid's food fund. The old day rate up here
1: is going to get paid more than anybody. My two-year-old doesn't doesn't get
2: to eat this week, but Andy, single Andy is gonna make hundreds of thousands of dollars mere days from now.
1: I
0: have when no he graduates guilt college whatsoever. <laughs> do what? You know why? Because that I've been no undercharging question. you guys what since two thousand and eleven. Shit. You guys have been paying
2: me. What kind of car shit. do you drive? Put the microphone a- in Andy, your mouth. Put the please. microphone to your mouth. Apparently you don't know. you that's it how was good right of a singer basically. dog? What kind of car do you I've drive? I've never
0: said that before, I promise. Andy,
2: what kind of car do you drive?
0: I drive a two thousand seven Toyota Camry that is Th- does it have what kind of seats
2: what, fabric? Okay. It
0: might have leather. It okay. might have leather.
2: Did you pay for that? It
0: might have a moonroof.
2: Did you pay for that car?
0: I did not pay for Who it. Who paid for it? My dad.
2: <laughs> so you, all you do is take. It doesn't matter. Anybody above I you, ex- you take. I will accept
0: a gift, certainly. But all I'm saying is that I've been undercharging y'all for years. You know, sometimes a day rate has its benefits.
2: I, yep. hope, I hope when you we, take that money, you hear my my, my three-year-old's voice saying, Dada, I'm hungry.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know, how, you know yeah, that Toby's not going to be beer. able to buy his son a, a Toyota Camry because of this one day.
2: I'm glad that you'll get to drink more Miller well, um, High Life while my this family is, starves.
1: This is kind of Andy's revenge in the sense I mean, that we did a breakdown of the acoustic tour previously, and we kind of we laughed about him making that is true. not very much money for that.
0: The only time the day rate has really helped me out was probably the most recent Australia trip. And this festival, yeah. So there's been Everything at least two I'd times where you made more money. More. Than,
1: yeah, there's been at least two times where you've made more money than us. Anyway, so I
0: cannot let you make me feel guilty. About you made me <laughs> sick.
1: Oh, All right. you should make
2: yourself feel guilty. You should be ashamed of yourself. Damn well, let's it. take
1: another Damn angle it. on it, and let's discuss how do you feel in this case about, and let's explain how it works with the 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 role of management and agent when a situation like this happens. Right. I call our agent last night. Well, I text him and say. Uh, He he texts me earlier in the day, everything good? I say, yeah, man. And then later I say, hey, I don't, uh, there's problems here. I don't know if there's any money. It looks like there's no money, Uh, something. What do we do? And I didn't hear anything back through this whole process. And then he eventually calls me back and says, oh, hey, man, sorry, I was at the gym. (laughs) (laughs) So, no, I'm hey. not throwing our manager, agent, under the bus, but I will discuss frankly how what what that feels like is like. Oh crap! I need help. I don't know what we're supposed to do. Right? We're not. I mean, is this okay or not? What? What are you know? What, do you, what What's the deal here? Because that's what you think. You have this team in place, and oh, guess what? There's a contract. That's what everybody says. What? Well, there's a contract. The contract says you're supposed to give me five thousand dollars. Yeah. And then as soon as something like this happens, it uh just doesn't seem to matter at all. The so,
2: contract thing. I don't think anybody understands it.
1: That is
2: a tool that management booking agents tell bands that that's why you need them. They say, hey, we'll handle the contracts, we'll do this, you know, and... We, and yeah, that's we'll, the whole know, we'll get, idea of why you and, need that kind And, of thing, and right? the thing is, they do not matter almost at all unless you are a very giant band where it's serious and you have, like, serious lawyers and a team that will really ruin you or something like that. But for us... There is no way. If there is no money, we're not going to try and sue somebody. We can't. It would, it would cost more money to yeah, sue of course them than you anything. Yeah, and exactly. so it literally is just not true. A contract, they, they it could have been written on toilet paper with a turd on it, and it would have been the exact same <laughs> amount. It would have been the same thing.
1: Well, so the, the, the way that it works is the agent usually has a ton of leverage that works to your advantage because any promoter that they deal with regularly – is very dependent on the agent for shows and to have a good relationship and so they can get future shows. And if you you torch an agent or do something wrong, then you get in trouble in the long run and therefore you don't want to harm the agent or go against this guy or that guy. And so in a case like this... You know, worst case scenario, they just don't ever get to do shows again. But it's not actually like we're going to use the contract and there'll be legal action because it's not – the money's not right worth it for the whatever the legal fee – there's nothing you can do. And so the agent says, sorry. And that's just – it feels like that's just a moral
2: victory, which I don't yeah. care about. I'd way rather get paid than, hey, we – this – Somebody never got to book a show again. Who cares?
1: So that's you th- feel like you need the agents and the managers for just these situations. But I will have to report it's just these situations when they are absolutely no help at all.
0: I mean, they that, can't or be, at least really? that's the way I
1: feel. I mean, yeah, they can't be. I mean, there's not much. It's they, not their. I mean, it's right. Not their fault. Although it's, I think it is their fault in the sense that we didn't even collect a deposit, which we typically right. for a flyout would get fifty percent of the money up smart. front. And the deal memo I had said that. We had a a deposit due on February 16th, and then I found out last night they never had collected it. So I am frustrated about that specifically because that was the deal. I didn't even know that they didn't collect the deposit. But in this case, there's nothing that they can do to help me except for they tell me, they told me today, uh, well, you know, we'll get it figured out next week, and we anticipate getting paid. Right. But that sounds like lip service to me at this moment. So, again, yeah, well, I'll be happy to it, report if it doesn't. Well, the it,
2: reason why it. that kind of is is because there's no way of knowing. Right. I mean, like, we were there. You were in that room right. and yeah. saw they do not have it. Sure. And so, uh, I mean, there there could be something amazing that happens next week. And it'll, like you said, it would be awesome if that's the case. Yeah. The thing that gets me is the reason why they can talk, say, like, oh, we'll get it handled. No big deal. Because there is nothing on the line for them at all. Like, it, we are the ones that will take the hit. They, they didn't travel. They weren't away. They, there's no – all they, he was at his gym. Right. so So the point is, like, I'm, I'm here. I'm living this right now. So the added pressure of that of, like, dang it, I got to call my wife, tell her that I'm away from my family for a week because of this thing we, I said would make money, and now it, it's not going to. Like, yeah. And there's nothing there. The, the agent or booking agents or management or whatever, whoever, they're at their house or their office – going well that kind of sucks i won't get my 10 percent or whatever 15 percent, whatever it
1: is yeah and so even if we do get the money like i said this captures the real moment the day after the festival where we're just frustrated so if nothing else i'm this is what this podcast is communicating is the reality of being on the interstate 35 here knowing that every second this fuel every mile that ticks uh-huh. off is just money out literally out of our pocket as we go forward just to try to get to the next show, which I anticipate will be better and we will get paid, and that will help this whole trip get to essentially break even because we got about, like I said, $4,000 worth of expenses, and we got another 5000 or something dollars coming, and we have more expenses still to rack up with the food and hotels for the next few days, so with any luck, we'll pretty much we'll break even on this trip and not actually lose money to be gone you know when, when you point out or talk about the difference in this and the acoustic shows that we've been doing lately it sure is a world of difference in that we do those acoustic shows and what's something I'm very excited about is we booked them ourselves there's no manager there's no agents we sell the tickets we do all the work and then we control all the money and there's no guarantee whatsoever we just get what we're worth and so this kind of nonsense is the kind of stuff that doesn't even feel like is what I want to do in the future so much what I'd like to do is just try to book clubs and book gigs ourselves and not even take guarantees, but literally. like, and, and In the long run, I don't want people to overpay us for what we're worth. I believe that if we sell the right amount of tickets, we should just get what we're worth. And whenever we take door deals like that and book our own shows, it turns out super good anyway. So...
2: Yeah, doing it on your own at least if we got screwed in this situation, part of me thinks, well, it's on you know it's on us. Okay. Well, you know, what I mean like it's it's, it's But I mean that, somebody
1: lured not you know essentially lured us to do all this stuff and come to this place for some large guarantee offer kind of thing. But if you said, hey, you can go play in South Texas. Oh, I see. It costs $800 yeah. for the venue and $1,000 in these expenses. And you get to sell tickets at $25 for your fans to come to the show. Well, we wouldn't have chosen to come down here. Because it wouldn't have sounded like a good idea. And we wouldn't have thought we were worth... We wouldn't have thought we could come down here and get $5,000. So in a way, we shouldn't be down here. Oh, Nor should the Deftones. Because literally, the bands in that market on this day were not worth worth it. Like if we all got together and said, what are we worth? The answer is, Oh, not that much. So it's okay for the market force to tell us there's not somewhere we should have been on this date for that kind of money. So I'm okay with that. Cause when we do stuff, we control it on our own, it actually works really, really well. Yeah. And it doesn't even involve an agent. I'm not anti agent. Our agent's fine. Right. No, no problem at right. all, but it's uh, it's maybe a shift in the way that I, I would hope to do stuff in the future. Cause well, we, this stuff doesn't normally
2: happen either. And I guess no matter what, We can't blame anybody but ourselves. We should have been probably more on top of, did we get a deposit? We should have been more on top of, hey, this sounds a little strange. Like, I literally, this was funny. Uh, three days before we flew, somebody posted an article about how uh, this festival hadn't sold well, and it was probably, no matter what, going to be the last f- time this festival might have ever happened. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's kind of sad. Oh, well. And then That's I, when it, you
1: should have immediately right. said, hey, we got the deposit, right?
2: Yes. I, I mean, I, to our age. There's nobody I can blame more than myself, I mean, <laughs> for sure. I mean, all the warning signs, like... A, a, a news article from the place they saying the festival has been going home for a long time might not be happening anymore because it's not doing that good but also part of me wonders is it the is it an emory curse that like we played several festivals where we that was it like it was one well, of they the last get, times yeah.
1: that festival happened well i think that's common with festivals you know they they get bigger and bigger and then they eventually bust like it's kind of a In the life cycle of a festival, that's what happens. They grow. They go, next year we get the bigger act and the more tickets and the bigger guarantee. Right. And eventually it's like, you know, it's a thing where, you know, gigantism, even in nature, usually precedes extinction, they would say. Like the dinosaurs are so big that they, when the resources get scarce, they're not adaptable anymore kind of thing. So festivals are the same way. Soundwave, I think, has had trouble. And Cornerstone eventually petered out. And almost every other festival that at one point did well eventually does go away. So yeah, might be part of
2: I guess festivals in general are really tough to run I mean they just don't i don't it it depends on a lot of people being there, and if that doesn't happen, yeah. you, everybody's screwed everybody
1: well and it's it's harder on these because we do a lot we do Christian festivals sometimes, and this is not a Christian festival, which is nice because right. whenever you do a non christian festival it's actually typically way cooler. However, those Christian festivals often are funded by churches and stuff so sometimes they actually do have more money anyway so here's a general market festival where we have a small guarantee anyway that we're not worth and then the fans can't come so it's to me the con- the conclusion is we just shouldn't even be there if it's some something that we're we're not worth we don't need to try to try to force it or something like that i don't really know dave I- are you glad that you came yeah because why because fun it's, yeah it's fun i don't I Are
2: you tell- gonna tell your wife that's, that
3: you didn't get paid? No, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> put I think, that mic in your face. No, I'm, I might tell her, but I was thinking we sh- that should be something we put on the our manager and agent as well for the future. If we don't get paid or don't get our money, they also have to. Let our wives and no, they have to. Call. It's on them. You said, to, yeah, I mean, I'd wait. like that. Yeah, if our manager called Laura and let her know that way, when she,
2: I mean, no, don't careless. Go, hey, really sorry, Laura. But I, still, I at least they have to call their own wives and like say they're yeah. bitches and they, they hate their own wives and stuff like really hurt their own family.
3: But wouldn't Laura I be pissed that you wouldn't tell him
2: and you made our manager call her?
3: Well, they'd have to smooth that over too. They'd make it. That's where, their job. Yeah, they have to smooth right. it over. They have to take the blame. They have to go into full detail. So then, when Laura calls me. Later, and I talked to her. She didn't have any questions for me. He's like, "Yeah, sorry about that. It sucks." That's a good idea. And well, at least I, make them feel the yeah. pain a little bit. Let them work a little no, bit. No, because our wives
2: are super nice. They go, it's okay. Don't even worry about it. But yeah. then they still give you. Then, no, a no. as yeah. she gets off the phone. She's she'll say, "Dave, I can't believe that you did that." No, way. but and it'll yeah. be terrible.
3: It will be, but they'll still go into all the detail about why it happened. They they have to explain
1: why it happened. Because yeah, you, your wife will say, "Yeah, that's right." Cause yeah, you, they'll bridge say. Bridget will fun. say, "Well, why didn't you make them pay you?"
3: Yeah, any question they'd ask you after the fact, why
1: didn't you? i tell you what i would have done or you should have told him this you they would
2: never talk to your manager or booking agent like no, that no they wouldn't so, yeah, that's so right.
3: the manager would tell them those points before the fact just saying hey because they would just go along with it and say oh no problem but they would be forced to say explain <laughs> everything in detail regardless of yeah. our wife's reaction." i want a contract
2: and it says no matter what like if like in this situation we get somebody's tv like one of the managers <laughs> of booking <laughs> agents their, their hd tv or their sound system maybe an amp with some speakers you know, I get, their, I get their car for six months. Something that they, they feel the pain. I'm so oh. mad I can't even talk right now. I'm just <laughs> hurt. I think it's more at least it was fun.
1: At least it was fun. Yeah. That's, and today, we yeah. got an off day. It's so off what day. are we going nice. to do the rest of the day? <laughs> it's going to be great. Basketball, basketball money, Go to Chili's. Watch spend some money. basketball. I mean, I, I have to admit, <laughs> this is probably the best possible bad job situation.
2: Yeah, that's know, true. You
1: get to be with your friends and... Away from the old family and go to Chili's. <laughs> Probably going to eat carbs tonight. What would you rather? Drink would, some you, beer. would you rather,
2: like, we did something really badass and just got, like, the festival didn't pay us? Like, would did you feel better right now if you at least did that? Like, how bad would you feel? Like, how I was thinking, how bad would I feel if I would have, like, pulled down my pants and moon the crowd? <laughs> or was like, fuck y'all, I hate you. Y'all are so stupid. Or, you know, like, I would have threw, threw a beer bottle, hit somebody in the head or something. And we'd, like, the festival's like, we're not paying you. You're terrible. Would y'all feel better if we had a reason not to get paid? Yeah, yeah. Like, if if there was at least a reason, like, well, we we really screwed up. We should not have done that. (laughs) Like, at least you'd have a story. No. uh, Our story now is. Yeah, we couldn't. We're stupid. We couldn't convince it's our them. story now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: At least when we found out we weren't getting paid, we should have destroyed everything. <laughs> well, that's what I thought about. I was like, I, I was thinking, well, I could tell him. It's like, well, we're gonna go grab one of the nice lights or one of the sound right. monitor board and throw it in our van and take off. But that would have just screwed over the the sound production company. Of course, it'd be stealing. I was right. trying to think, what could I do to get. My, could I grab the guy's laptop, the promoter's laptop in front of me and run off with it? But, that, of course, none of that w- makes any sense. But
2: <laughs> That would have been so funny. Cross my like, mind. If we, y'all would have that and then y'all took off and y'all were, like, grabbing, like, expensive speakers and stuff like that, and the, the story was like, man, it was crazy. Emory, they went and they grabbed all this stuff, and then I think I saw the
1: lead singer over by the food cart just, like, grabbing shitloads of hot dogs and, <laughs> and bear claws. <laughs> if I came running out of the promoter tents, they – Get this out. Grab the monitor board. <laughs> <laughs> the problem is I mean, we have literally no place to put it in Yeah, this we don't have any place to put it. Can't fly home with it. Yep. So what about – so what, what should I'd be worse? On Craigslist
2: in Mission, yeah. Texas. <laughs> in
1: a sense, though, would this be better to not get paid for this, but at least we're out here, versus you're at home on a regular job, and then you just don't get a paycheck, though. That, at least this is better than that. Like, if you yeah, worked all week at Subway and then the boss looked at you in the week and said, sorry. Yeah, but there's a chance that's we worse. might be
2: actually paying out of pocket to be here. That's true. Like, I mean, that's what really sucks is, like, I, I mean, if I can at least break even, I can, you know, I can be, okay, well, Jess, that was a, it didn't work out, but I didn't lose any money for our family. Yeah, and the But Deftones, in this instance, there's a great chance us, that right? I'm losing money for our family. Yeah. Which is just devastating when you don't have any money at all. <laughs> so I'm losing money for my family that we don't have. Right. Well,
1: but hey, at least I'm on this podcast.
2: At least we can That's go
1: cool to Chili's. Are we going to Chili's, though? What are we eating for we'll supper? Probably food? go to Chili's. I want to go to TGI Fridays with all-you-can-eat apps. Fridays.
2: Unlimited. What is it? I was it? Unstoppable apps. Unlimited well, They have unlimited oh, appetizers
1: yeah. at TGI Fridays. Like, we each on, get, bottomless. We, right. We each get one.
2: The problem is the keto diet that I'm doing, it didn't make me feel good. Last night we did a bunch of apps at Applebee's and I literally ate out of like anger and hurt. And so I woke up like, it's like a walk of shame this morning to the treadmill. It really was sad. And I just ate that way because of the festival. Not only did the festival steal my money, they stole my pride (laughs) in my foods. They stole my pride in my body and my health. I mean, I'm 39 years old. I'll be 40 here soon. And they stole everything that I have. Well, there is one one positive from the fest. I wanted to say to tell all you guys that when I during walls I saw Chino out in the pit just going yeah Chino shit. was going he on was, he off during walls in
1: the pit. I oh yeah, that, that was for that. Cool. that was tight. That, did that, make it that worth made it. it all worth so. it. No, I, yep, I, I agree. All right, folks. Well, that's it. That's where we are. We're going to be at our place in Dallas soon. Time to find another hotel room.
2: Our dad, my dad, our families were right. We should never been in a band. We blew it. We made the wrong decision.
1: This is one of those times when they, when everybody that was against us was right. This will be this hilarious
2: it. to try and explain this to my dad. because My dad does not understand being in a band anyway; it makes a living. So this would seem right to him.
1: Of <laughs> course. What do you? Why would you? You flew all the way to you Texas. Thought they we're going to pay you
2: five thousand dollars to do what that. What in the world would they pay you five thousand dollars for? <laughs> pay me five? I, what are you talking about? It's exactly what my dad would say. So he, to him, this is normal. This is the right thing that happened. <laughs> <laughs>
1: alright folks that's where we are talk to y'all soon day rate peace yeah hey this is
2: Chris Swinney formerly of the Ataris and currently host of that one time on tour part of the Sound Talent Media Podcast Network Have you ever wondered what it's really like on the road? The highs can be euphoric, but the lows can be crushing. Join me every week as I chat with industry pros about what it's like living out their wildest dream and, in some cases, their worst nightmare. Past guests of the show include members of NoFX, Pennywise, Bad Religion, and more. Listen and subscribe at SoundTalentMedia.com.
0: Bonjour. This is Fabulously Delicious, the French food podcast.
2: I'm Andrew Pryor.